You what? It's been a little bit hot, like, I've been sweating a lot the last couple of days and sore throat and that. Sure, it's nothing. You're not worried about. I was just like, I keep walking into incubated rooms. Like this one. And I've just been, I woke up today with like, got death on my right, you know what I mean? Is that one of the symptoms of what? Coronavirus? Coronavirus. Coronavirus. You don't, have you not been reading that one? I don't read the news. I'm sure, it, I wouldn't worry about it. I'm sure it's fine. You don't touch your face a lot, do you? <laughs> uh, I do. I've got, I've got this tick on <laughs> So. And I don't feel well, Jim, right now. Really? Just letting you know, yeah. It's well incubated, this one. tube a lot yeah I was, I was on the tube with this guy and he's got the he's got a mask on yeah and like a bit of anti-back that was it was like that it's like <laughs> 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 I've got to say it's a little bit unnerving yeah yeah <laughs> I was like because I only had a little one that my family given me are you are you um so this is the thing is we're making a joke about it right this is how the start of a post-apocalyptic world begins. Yeah. You've got <laughs> fucking dickheads on the internet yeah. with, a camera, down, with yeah. a camera pointed at and making fun. Yeah. Six weeks later, we're, <laughs> we're eating rats out of bin and wanking off with rubber gloves. And then gloves. eating that. <laughs> and then eating that you need the yeah, nourishment. You need the nourishment. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, apart me, I did say to, I said to Moses, you worth just getting it, get it out of the way. No, no because you can read, re, you don't build you don't up. get a, rid of it. You get rid of it and you can recontract it. Oh, right. Yeah, so it's like so, it's like getting AIDS, right? And then gets you know you know you get, you get AIDS, right? And you're having sex with right. other people with HIV. Right. Yeah, you've both got HIV, right? Yeah, you can get cut so many people, and I think this is the actual I correct term of super AIDS. Super AIDS. Right. All that and more on the James and Flav for now podcast. Welcome back. Is um, there any way that we can stop Liverpool from winning the league by coronavirus? How, did you how see many that? People, hang on, hang on. How many people would it be acceptable to die in order for it to prevent Liverpool from winning the league? I'll go with. I'll go with 1,500 people. Well, I read, it's in that newspaper there, I read that the worst case scenario that they're working towards is 500,000 deaths. What, in England? Yeah. What? That could curtail like, the in England? season, I would say. Because I, I was at Loftus Road on, on uh, Saturday, yeah. and I did think... There's a lot of people. Yeah, because fam's like, please take this anti back. <laughs> I was like, I'll like, nah, be all right. Actually, I'm buzzing for today, by the way, babe. Can't believe you scored, but I'll be like, bop, 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 bop. <laughs> high fives all the way. Yeah, yeah, kiss it, kiss yeah. it. Just like put my fingers in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, it's what I'm we do. It's the way you celebrate goals down off the front. Yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah. Well, don't <laughs> you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Trev, Trev, oh, yeah, come on, come on, we're all doing it. <laughs> <laughs> dad, dad, dad. Yeah, dad. <laughs> yeah, and then you sometimes because we, we've had the same season team for about twenty years, and sometimes every time you'll have a new guy in there, and we'll all be doing it, and they're like, <laughs> "Hey, what's your name? Hey, what's your name?" Hey. Bill, Bill, like, what, what's his name? Do your fingers out of his mouth. Up to my name's name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> you felt the need to clarify. 
Uh, uh, welcome back to the Joseph Now podcast. Um, more of that kind of stuff coming up. Uh, just say straight off the bat, Discord this Sunday, if you're a patron, $3 a month, you get extra content from us and you can talk to us this Sunday, 7pm on our Discord server. So if you want to do that, link is in the description. Right. All the dis- all, all, all the, oh. the instructions are inside Patreon if you want to join us on the Discord server. We went for two hours last time. Yeah, you two hours. Houred. I, was, I slowly I, got drunk. I drank too much. I oh. think I did like what I'm. I'm going to call it the three P, which is a Negroni, which is that, that, that. Um, but you're supposed to have a shot of each. I think I tripled up. Of course. I tripled, whoa, you were alright. By the end of it, I was. I was belligerent. I just kept shouting at you. <laughs> I don't know what, what was it about. You're in the mood. It's fine. Yeah. So it's like a phone-in show. If you, those that don't know, Discord is like this piece of software. You can download it or use it in your browser, and essentially you jump into a little call. What do you call it? A f- yeah. Forum, and then we bring you in. We have a chat, and then and then so on. Yeah, yeah. it kind of descended last time, but hopefully this time will be better. Exactly. Um, we'll have to. I, I want to try and get video up on it at some point, so we can just and then we can be. I mean, I don't know what it sounds. I wouldn't say that, but you know, imagine me and I'm just going. Uh, <laughs> we'll be talking about football and fans, just yeah, going yeah. girls and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Joe Lovey's lads, can I just say that this is slowly, slowly, <laughs> slowly becoming my favourite podcast out there. Could listen to Flav talk for days. Just Flav. Look, um, I've gone for just safe this week. Black coffee. Yeah. Uh, that was no, that was my uh, my nickname. I went. I was involved in the amateur adult porn scene for a while. Right. Black coffee. Was <laughs> my uh, the uh, the missus is starting to enjoy black coffee. Yeah, <laughs> not your not your porn catalog. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the the drink. And I joke. I went. Oh, I went. Well, how do you want your coffee? You went. Oh, black. I, went, oh, I like your men. And then like your men and uh, a lot. I went. <laughs> and she went. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly like that. Uh, quote of the pod last week. Um, Asha Thompson. She's uh, offering it up to me. Or he. Oh, it's him. It's a bloke. If you go into a pub and they give you two bangers, smash the place up. This is us talking about you. Sausages. Cauldrons. Lincolnshire. Sausages. Oh, cauldrons. Cauldrons. Yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Uh, Danny Naz. Use your real <laughs> use your real name if you're going to dig me out, son. Flav, after someone dug you out. It says Flav. I mean, because he's... I, my name's made up. That's what he's, that was the joke. Oh. Uh, but, layered. But it's my very surname. Good. So... Yeah, still works. And uh, now, nah, mate, Jim, what would you rather have? A nine-inch member, a second chance of that haircut? Yeah, it didn't go down well, your haircut. Yeah. Use your real name if you're going to dig me out, son. <laughs> Prick. Uh, what, what? Didn't go down well. I was like, I kind of like it this time. Yeah. Break what? take. Look, do you like it? Are you comfortable? Oh, uh, yeah. I or are you being impacted? Uh, uh, don't say I'll that. Be honest. It's not I'll be honest. Is it a little I'll be bit? honest. Because you know me. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Often I am. But on this occasion, I really don't care. I'm really not bothered. <laughs> Uh, Ollie Birkbeck, I'm sorry, but let Flav do the talking when it comes to boxing. Love you, James, but some of the takes were hard to hear. If Flav hears this, I know he'll dig me out. Right. No, you're right, Ollie. You're right. You shut your mouth. Yeah, no, fair point. Did you see the follow-up? Yeah, well done with the comments. Making it clear. I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm saying that Joshua's got a chance in the fight. Another comment, Global Frank 95 sorry Flav, I've got to disagree with you about Fury versus AJ. Styles make fights and I see that being another 50-50 fight. Joshua has more boxing pedigree than people give him credit for. There was also another one going, having a go at you being the I know boxing guy. Yeah, and, and I appreciate that and I appreciate how irritating that is. Like from my perspective, it's like I know boxing, you don't, your plebs, shut up about this. Has that uh, impacted you? 
Have you been impacted no, no. by the comments? Yeah, I, I have because I look. I looked at him. He's like, yeah, actually, I would have come across as a bit of a prick there, and I'm not. You've I'm, just been strong in your take, which is fine. Yeah, it is fine, but it's also like I know people like that, and it irritates me as well. And I, I became that person. That said, there is no chance that Sergio <laughs> doesn't it. beat Joshua. No, but no, but that is an opinion, and anyone else's opinion is fully, uh, fully uh, acceptable. And, and do you know what? Closest to a fight, as you said. I'll probably end up going. Mm, change your mind. Just do this. I won't change my mind, but well, it's not going to happen, is it? Because uh, get straight in the boxing chat, guys. Uh, what's his name? Wilder's taken the taking the bait. Yes, had to. Yeah, it's cash, isn't it? Yep, it's good cash. Well, we discussed and this in the last one. Do you want to have a really? He'll have a really light. <laughs> he won't. I don't know, he'll be like on a hovercraft going in, just so there's no weight on his legs, so he's fine. Yeah, but and, and Joshua's about to sign to fight Pulev at the yeah. new, new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yeah, are we going to that? Three tickets. Excited? No. Spurs, no. giving me free tickets. No. no, what do you think I am? They're not like you. It's, I don't even know. It's not about them not liking me. It's just like how many people want to go. You think, oh, you know that geezer does that podcast. Maybe we should give him a free ticket. But I bet you, you know. No, I know people. You've spoken to the past of players that I, listen to your podcast. Don't you? I know. Yeah, did you, I know. Mark Bowen, listen you know? to this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Mark Bowen, assistant manager. He commented in. Got game BDA. Right. Do you know? Do you know? Uh, this is a true fact, right? Hunmin Son listened to the fighting cocktail and learned English, and I know that. that that comes from a reputable source of inside the club. That's nice. Yeah, I love Hunmin Son. Mm. Ryan Mulligan. Uh, let's skip. Actually, oh, can I tell you this coffee shop story? I was in the coffee shop today. I want. I'm going to do Alan Pardew's um, six words to describe him. I'm going to off the bat because we've both got Alan Pardew and Wayne Rooney later in the pod. So I'm going to do Pardew instead. But I was putting the um, running order together in a coffee shop. Yeah. And I was sat, hang on, I was sat like this. So I was sat at the table here and there was like another little one there. And this bloke... And there's another little one, like another little bloke. Table. <laughs> Very good. There's a table here, right? And this guy, this guy goes, oh, can I, can I sit there? I was like, yeah, of course you can. Of course you can. I opened it. No, I didn't. He sat down, right? So he... Was this space elsewhere? Yeah, uh, not really. Right, okay. So he sits down. But I just wonder if the, anyone else has had these weird moments where you're trying not to laugh. But it's really difficult. So he, I'm sat down, tuck it away. He gets his coffee comes and he goes, "Oh, thank you." So he gets up and walks off. I was like, "His drinks just there." So he does this, right? And so you got to, you're being me, he's not laughing, right? So he's got a coffee with milk. Guy comes back, he's got some honey for his drink. Absolutely fine, right? Absolutely fine. And he, anyway, his coffee's like there next to me. I'm typing away. <laughs> this guy's totally right. This guy's is there. Puts his milk, puts milk in, puts too much milk in, so it's getting right up to the top. And he's standing up, very well, goes, gets <laughs> down, and then he stands like, sit down, right? And I'm going, okay. Then he filled it up with the rest of the milk that was left. He wanted to use all of his milk. Put that, and he goes, <laughs> then he gets, um, then he got this, he got some, he got his honey, and he goes, oh, I don't know. he goes. I'm not lying. Honestly, <laughs> 30 seconds, 30 seconds he was at this. So much honey in there, right? There's so much honey in there. He had to go like <laughs> Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> Sorry, that's right next to the mic. I'm sure you're going to enjoy that. Um, but yeah, weird coffee etiquette that. Not sure I liked it or not, but it did make me laugh. Did, anyway, you, laugh, did you laugh? I, I was struggling, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, right, the link there is... Try not to laugh at these, because these are amazing. <coughs> so this is a bit that we have with the podcast uh, called Young Klopp's Little Mate. Weird Little Mate, sorry. 
and we get you guys <coughs> to describe people uh, in six words or less. Uh, Alan Pardew is this week's, although we've got two, we've got Wayne Rooney as well, because in the pod, which went out on Friday, if you've missed it, we, we spoke about uh, Wayne Rooney because I saw him play football. Um, options for next week, Josh Brownless um, is giving some suggestions for Flavio on the side. There's Bielsa. New, new, new Warnock. Neil Warnock. Warnock. Zinedine's down on Frank Lampard. You want Warnock? Yeah. Have we done Warnock? No, I don't think we have. So Neil Warnock is next. Six words or less to describe him. Um, but Alan Pardew. SA, Alan Pardew calls the barbers hairdressers. <laughs> Connor O'Shea, Alan Pardew. Looks like every dad that makes a great shepherd's pie. <laughs> I thought that was bang. I can imagine. You can imagine Pardew just going, opening the door again. Just with the like, just really happy with himself. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but that's like, well, that's like nine words, isn't it? For... Yeah. Matt Rimmer, Alan Pardew, the stepdad you never wanted. Is a stepdad, doesn't he? Absolutely. He does look like a stepdad. He's the kind of stepdad that eventually gets done for sexual assault on a young... Like a young daughter, a, pr- a pretty young girl. Yeah, yeah. Just, just wait, just waiting for the day she turns sixteen. <laughs> when she's not in, sort of sniffs her pants and that. Yeah, hypothetically, the dude Pardew wears his golf clothes on weekdays. Kazikiel Alan Pardew secretly films TikToks in his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I'll tell you about my my daughter and that. It's like it's like <laughs> Chloe. What are you doing? TikTok in. Fucking TikTok. Fucking stop! <laughs> no one's filming you. Stop TikToking! Like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then she, yeah. And that's parenting. Uh, Adam Lewis, Adam Budgie, Phil Schofield's dream fantasy. Ooh. Too soon? Too well, soon? Is it homophobic to make a joke like that? Uh, yeah, probably not. Well, he's gay, he is gay, isn't he? We know that now. Um, so. Um, is that it? That's no, I mean, only your yeah, correct. Your fair, yeah. <laughs> fair game with me. All right, uh, Ethan Gilly, Alan Pardew, Mallorca all-inclusive table tennis champion. That's yes, Alan Pardew. absolutely. And uh, Josh Brownless himself, dance. Uh, Alan Pardew dances out of bed on game day. I thought get a better reaction that, but didn't. Doesn't my uh, my um, my sister-in-law. Mm. We went on holiday with all the family and that, and uh, it was one of them massive villas. And what's in the basement of every one of those massive villas? Ping pong table, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And turns out she's an unbelievable table tennis player. Really? She smashed, even beat my brother, a, a future husband, which he hated. Yeah. By the end of the holiday, she was called Jackie Ping Pong. Jackie Ping Pong. She was so good. Not because anything else. We're, <laughs> no. like a, we're like a ping pong show in Tenerife. No, not one of them. Yeah. That's not eighty favour, is it? Huh? Well, actually, probably is. It's still, that still happens in Melbourne. What, ping pong? No, the <laughs> woman shoots ping pongs out of her foo-foo. Oh, in, in Tenerife? Into a bucket every, like, now's it, 100% of the time, apparently. <laughs> at least six out of ten. Um, right, should we talk some football? Yeah. Where are you at in terms of, well, we can go around the grounds, let's go around the grounds. First of all, um, so in terms of going around the grounds, I will ask you guys what you want to talk about every single week, generally on a Monday, on the YouTube community tab, obviously in the comments from last week, at Patreon and Twitter, and then we will talk about those things. Uh, let's kick off with YouTube community tab, Taylor Bernard, woke take. Modern football fans only care about instant gratification and shit online banter. There is no consideration for longevity or context. For instance, I saw Liverpool fans calling for Klopp out. 
that we need a new front three and various ridiculous claims. What, after Watford? It always makes me cringe as I watched Jay Spearing and Ngog play a few years ago, and now we have the best front three in the world. I mean, firstly, you're right. You're 100% right about football and the state of football and the state of football fans. Football fans, you know, they often like there's this thing, without fans, without football, no, sorry, without fans, football is nothing. Yeah. Football fans are the worst part of football. They are the worst part. The, the very... Cancer of our football is fans, right? Let's just get this out there. <laughs> Cancer. Yeah, let's just get that out there, right? Okay. Um, so, you, like, like you say, when that situation happens, where you're, you know, you're, you lose to Watford three 0 your first game lost in all season, still the best team in the league by none, the best team in the world by none, will probably go down by the end as the best ever Premier League side, right? All of that is the truth. So, if you've got someone calling for Klopp's head and a replacement of that front three because of that, then they're an imbecile and they're, they're a part of the problem of football. But I think they were joking. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I think Klopp out of Although, I guess it's amazing how even... It doesn't matter if you've gone 44 games unbeaten. It's all that matters is the last game. And it totally is the like paintbrush for your entire thought process We've got a WhatsApp group. around your football team. We've got a WhatsApp group. One of the geezers in there, Liverpool fan. And to his credit, Liverpool go, I'm so good that he stopped commenting. Like He's like, I'm not getting... <laughs> I'm wasting my time and your time. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm not even getting anything out of this anymore. So I'm not going to dig you out. But he has been chippy. Naturally, as the rest of the football... As you should be. Naturally, Yeah, of course. You're right. Naturally, as the rest of football... Um, Reveled in, in the fact that Liverpool had lost a single game of football for the first time this season. Uh, mainly Arsenal fans, which is pathetic. Uh, we'll talk about that. But yeah. Yeah. Um, that uh, he, he got it in the WhatsApp group. He absolutely gunned him. <laughs> really? Yeah, really? we gunned him. <laughs> he, uh, he, uh, he got it and uh, didn't say oh, Dickie Bird because it hurt him. And, and that's the thing, right? And, this, and it got me thinking, and maybe you could help me with this, Jim, is what the fuck are we doing in football? When losing one game of 3-0 can hurt so badly when you are clearly yeah, the best yeah, team yeah. in the world. And I'm not 22 saying, points clear. Yeah, 20, what is it 27 and 29, right? And I'm not saying you're wrong, and I understand it, and it would have hurt me as well. And I understand Liverpool fans who were, like, were angry about this result, and it hurt so bad. My point is, is what are we doing attaching ourselves to a game that we can't control when we've been so good that a single result legitimately would hurt any fan in their position. This is crazy. This is fucking crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why is it? Like, cause I understand. Like, I'm, 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 I'm going to the lengths to make the point where I understand why they hurt. Yeah. It's because... And that's football. It's mad. It's weird, isn't it? Weird. It is so weird. I do, I've been watching... Have you watched um, Love is Blind on Netflix? No, I've heard about it. It's about the bloke falling in love really quickly. It's so good. Is it? It's, no, no, no. So it's right. So they've got these pods... Mm. and they've got these pods and they've got like 20 blokes and 20 women and they're both they spend two weeks they've got two weeks and they spend the whole time talking to each other in different pods and they can't see the woman that's right and they have to or they, I don't know, or they want to they have to propose and basically from then on you've got 30 days when they do meet up they've got 30 days until their, me- until their wedding day and so they're then expected to you know they've got the wedding ready they're engaged they've proposed and all that stuff so they then have to meet each other. And the whole idea of it is if love is blind. Yes. And it's like, is it's it? amazing. Is it? Well, this is the problem I've got. I love... Are you going to spoil this? No, no, no. I haven't got to the end yet. Right. I haven't got to the end yet, so I don't know how it works. But the spin 
from American. I love Americans on TV so much yeah. because the way they're so they're sort of like positive spin on everything. It's absolutely incredible. So they've got these there's like these two people. They obviously all go, oh my god, I'm, I'm fa- I think I'm falling in love with you. I'm in love with you. I love you. They've never seen each other. Right. And then they meet each other, and you can. See, what's amazing is like right. the body language. Right. <laughs> yeah, they get. Well, obviously they've conveniently put in only beautiful people right. for it, but they kind of they meet, and then there is still that like. You can see the body language of it. Do you know what? It's really clever, right? Because I know I know what you're talking about some bit on Googlebox. So I understand what it is, right? But the psychology of what the situation they're in forces them to become emotionally attached before they would otherwise. They know what the, the producer of the show know that if they put them in a pod and there's no other stimuli other than the person that's in front of them talking, and the only reason they're in this pod is to make a connection, that they will willfully fall in love with someone they wouldn't otherwise do. Yeah, that's but, what makes it so. And they haven't got any like the, the sort of forty. You don't know what the percentage is in terms of love of how good looking they are. Do you know what I mean? In the first instance, it has to be so important. Well, it does, but but it also I think we know that the other side of it is that it doesn't last forever unless you have the other side of it. Of course. So it is two parts of it, but this idea that love is blind, it's amazing. But then, what the reason I'm bringing it up is because this sort of this sort of um, spin in terms of how they're talking about it afterwards and how nothing's wrong and they're oh yeah we're still totally in love. It's like the bias that you show with your football team a little bit. Yeah. Like you kind of go well no or some some people do some people go oh this is. They don't have it in them. But other people will just like, to the end. Depends. Like there's one bloke, this girl doesn't fancy him. Like she's going, you know, I love him. The connection we have, it's incredible. I've never had something like this. I've never been in this, in love this much. But physically I'm struggling right now. <laughs> and he's like, and he, you know, does, and then she, he goes to give her a kiss and she goes, oh, no, no, it's horrible. It's brilliant. I'm never watching this. But then there's the other guy, there's others that like spin everything and they will not have a bad word certain. So like one, this is my favorite bit, it's this guy called Kenny and there's a girl she's five foot two and he almost catches himself saying negative something ne- negative and he gets back out of it and he goes he, he has to bend down to kiss her because she's five foot two and he's six foot and she go, he goes um, yeah I have to bend down all the time I'm gonna put my back out which is which is awesome because <laughs> because you know it's a great reminder to always stretch yourself <laughs> I was like what this is so American this is unbelievable they're all gonna end up fucking killing themselves um, but yeah I think for Liverpool fans it's so easy to do the party line until something gets in the way like bad looks bad performance and so now they're all the, the sort of British way of football fans is not like the American way they are they're not going oh it's gonna be fine we're gonna do everything there's a few that just lose their way and you go oh we're crap all of a sudden yeah Oliver Sack yeah in Patreon this is a new kind of take and I don't know what to call it. Okay, let me t- I'll tell you. you tell us what to call it. Because obviously we've, got, we've had so many takes. Calm takes, woke takes, brave takes. More to come. Oliver Sacks says this. I know I'm a Liverpool fan. And I'm big time triggered. Dot, dot, dot. Okay. I just think Arsenal fans should focus on the fact that they are out of all <laughs> competitions. With little to no hope of Champions League football next year. And that their best player will almost certainly be on the move in the summer. <laughs> Rather than rather than the fact that they will forever be the only teams with a gold trophy. I think it's fucking pathetic to be celebrating <laughs> Liverpool losing, brackets, not even against them, when they're in a dire situation themselves. End of sentence. I'm sure Flav will agree for once. And yeah, I'm fucking triggered and upset we lost. Who cares? I do agree with you. Oliver Sack, on another note, maybe well, hashtag a brave take, but more likely a safe take. Sa- more likely a safe take. 
Arsenal will forever be the only team to go unbeaten with the increased competitiveness of, of the league, as demonstrated by the weekend's result. Just means that even a dominant force like LFC at the moment still aren't unbeatable. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. You, I was with you with the first take. I was with you with the first take. The second take was what? ridiculous. You won 95% of your games. You, you, do you think that you, this league was more competitive than the one that Arsenal was in? I mean, by purely how much you've dominated this league, it would suggest that your advantages were much greater than Arsenal's were. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, look, uh, let's Sorry, just yeah, discount one the one second. One thing at a time. One thing at a time. Sorry. I'm 100% with you, Oliver, right? And, and I appreciate that. And I purposely just skipped past anything I saw about Arsenal at the weekend because I, I knew that they'd be celebrating, which is probably what you should have done. But the thing is, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they celebrate this? Like, of course they're going to. And it's not pathetic. It isn't. It's, 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 it's exactly what every other fan of every other fan <laughs> would have done in that instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would say, that, you know, like what, what they were and what that, that season did and, and what it created was 20 years of furious angst. An existentialist crisis for Arsenal fans, well, knowing they, that oh, well, hitting such a ceiling. Yeah, because and, and 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 Liverpool may experience fans may experience this as well, and this is why you got to be careful. Is because what that that season gave for Arsenal fans meant that they never recaptured that. They never not, they couldn't do enough to recapture what that season did for them, and 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 just being Arsenal and following their club wasn't enough anymore. They needed it. And so they became crackheads of football, didn't they? Scrabbling around just for the, just for a taste, a little taste yeah. of what they had, and they didn't get it anymore. And this is what this is what you've got to worry about, the Liverpool fans. Like you've got to start tapering now. <laughs> so, well, it's a reason like I found, I saw this, and I wasn't going to put this in the pod, but this is exactly I feel exactly the same because once you've kind of gone, you've had these highs. There is an inevitably going to be a low like later down the line. Um, and this guy said this about Sheffield United. Here you go, Ned. Um, his take was Sheffield United whatever Sheffield United do this season they'll improve on it next season (laughs) only been going up since Wilder arrived so more money and names like Burge become established and that won't stop any time soon Ned does he listen to the pod Ned I guess so I guess so Uh, he's not just sort of chucking it out there maybe he listens to your your Premier League show uh, or watches it brother Um, Ned that's not the way football works, mate. What happens is... Talk to a Stoke City fan. Exactly. Have a word with a Stoke City fan. Your, the worst case scenario is another club wants Chris Wilder and he walks. And don't he's not going to be a Sheffield United manager forever. It's not the way football works. Or will he Eddie Howe it? And then Eddie Howe stays long enough to destroy his own legacy. It's, it, this isn't... You, you, you just enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride... Don't expect it to just go up and up and up and, and, and never stop going up. Because yeah. even if even if even if you're right and even if you win the Premier League with Chris Wilder and then you go on and win the Champions League <laughs> and you topple the lot, eventually the ride comes down. And the higher that ride, the longer you further you've got to come down. And that, my friend, is football. Is football. And the the hypocrisy that we've spoken in over the last fifteen minutes has been incredible. Yeah. So you're like, what fans? Why have why have an opinion? You're the cancer, and this is what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you know what I thought? I thought Arsenal's tweet, the few. Did you see that? What? No. Just went few. Like once few. when Liverpool. Oh, lost. few. Few. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite well pitched. I thought it was classy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought that was really really yeah, classy. Yeah. I was surprised. Few. By that. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's keep going. YouTube comments. 
Oh, where was it? Imagine, though, imagine if it all starts going wrong now, if it all starts falling apart. I've... Like, like, can it? Do you know what, that, do you know what happens what? over the years? They have a week. Teams have a week. Do you know what I mean? Where, oh, they're going to win it all, but I think Arsenal might have had it that invincible season, like in the Champions League. Like, obviously had that invincible season, and that was amazing. But the, like, they went out of the Champions League and the FA Cup in the same week. Sure, I said um, we did a ranking video for uh, Player of the Years, Player of the Year nominees, and uh, I think you have seen the Henderson effect a little bit. So I was, I watched, the, I listened to a podcast about honest with Honestine and um, Chapman, right? Never listened to it before. They had a, po- a podcast with Comoly on, or Comoly, depending on how you want to okay. pronounce it. Oh yeah, yeah, Dame, is it Damien? Damien Comoly, yeah. yeah. And he was talking about he talks about his time at Fenerbahce was fascinating because he's just he served a year's notice. He gave a notice a year away, and I don't want to do this anymore. And they made him serve a year. Um, and he also talks about how good Henderson is, really, from a perspective, an analytical perspective, and a, as a sporting director, the kind of players you want to buy, and his attitude. And I'm sitting there thinking, football fans know fuck all, because this guy, the way he talks about Henderson, it's that he, he's, the distance coverage, his attitude. Like when, when he was playing at Sunderland against Newcastle, right? He put a free kick over the bar towards the end of the game. The next week, he's he he took. 300 practice free kicks because he never wants to put himself in that situation ever again freaky weird bit weird yeah a bit, bit, bit much bit much right yeah, yeah. but that's what it takes come right? in the pub Jordan no you just got to finish these off yeah it's like that like fucking yeah <laughs> but that's what I'm saying that, that's what it takes and, 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 and he talked about how desperate Liverpool were to buy Henderson and when you listen to that you're like fucking he, he, I mean I, I still think Henderson's overrated but it's just because I've built this idea in my head that he is that's, I think that is the problem I think that's uh, I, that's one thing maybe I'm not I could be stronger in my views on things but I, I think I'm, I'm good at going yeah I've got that a little bit wrong like Everton I've watched Everton the last couple of weeks good aren't they they're decent are they they're decent they're, yeah. they're, it's the psychology of that team that's lacking a little bit and a little bit of belief and I actually think the only difference between them and Wolves, for example, I think Wolves have uh, got a stronger mentality and defensively got a stronger mentality. But I like a lot of their players. I, yeah. And Ancelotti's done a good job. Yeah, he's done he a good job. Hasn't he? And the thing is, is like, well, I've, 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 I've positioned myself now as I don't know anything either, but every now and then I'm going to give an opinion yeah. and hope that's all right. And if you throw enough shit at the wall, some will stick. going to stick. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, uh, yeah, I... Do you, here's a uh, braid tape. See Ancelotti getting sent off by uh, the referee Chris Kavanagh. No. So he basically at the end of the game, you know, there's the three refs and they're like that, <laughs> and they just like, shake hands when they when people decide to come up. To they them. all they all stand up, don't they? It's like they, they're, they're so twitchy. It's a stroke. They're like everyone just please just go back inside. And everything. <laughs> everyone knows the rules. It's half an hour, and then then we'll talk. You know, it's half an hour. He's coming. Oh, he's coming. He's coming now. It's half an hour, like a cool down period. Yeah, there's like a cool down period. Right. And anyway. So to people, and I, this is what I get as well. It's like if you're a fan of Everton, you hate that ref because you get you get. Well, you had it with QPR at the weekend. I the ref was an absolute disgrace. He was terrible. Really? But when you're like chilled and neutral about it, Ancelotti's getting in his face, and Kavanaugh's going, "Go, go inside, go inside." And then he goes, "He goes, no, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay here." And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> "There you go, go away." And the- I thought it was like. I, I was okay with that. Yeah, we well, like, the pitch. This is the referee's domain. Get the fuck off it. You're yeah. a manager. You're supposed to be on the side. Um, I could understand that would trigger everything. Just um, what well, the Everton if we get, if we get on this sort of upsetting fans uh, <laughs> podcast this week. Let's do it. Um, 
Everton fans' reaction to Son's injury was the most childish thing I've ever seen. They were, they were like singing and dancing because Son injured Andre Gomez accidentally. Yeah. And it, it wasn't like... And they're like, oh, it's like, so, like little dancing gifts. Like, what? Like, what? Really? What? Like, it's not just bad. You just look weird. You look weird, right? I bet, did you... <laughs> what was the tweet you put out? Right, the other one. Yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's like, what was it? Fucking Lewandowski and Ruiz? Ruiz. So looking at each other going... Listen, like, it, our time's come. Um, and then we're playing against each other because we used to play... <laughs> do you remember we used to play for the same team together? And now we're playing... Now I fucked your team over and played for a better one with more money down the road. Do you remember we did that? Yeah. Remember we did that to your team as yeah. well? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you are fucking pathetic. Get a bird or a boyfriend. Anyway, Start sucking them off. To finish the tweet... Because I'll tell you what, when you're sucking them off or going down, you won't be thinking about Lewandowski then, I hope. Just to finish off that point, what you were saying, someone had taken that and then put the caption above Rashford and Martial. And oh, sorry, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, it's 2020. And yeah, it's the same like, I've got a banger here, bird. Do you want to see this? Not bird, like lady, my lady friend, <laughs> my beloved, beloved. Yeah. Do you want to see this? And they're like, she's oh, like, yeah, cool, I'm so moist. Jeez. Oh, yeah, I love that gift. Football Twitter, man. Let's keep on moving through. Uh, Orange on 8. Aguero is massively slept on. I generally think there is a strong argument to be made that he's the best. Striker we have seen in the league brackets. I'm a United fan, just in case Flav asks. Where was slept on? Widely considered to be one of the best strikers ever in the Premier League. How's that being slept on? Through gritted teeth, though. Yeah, because he plays for a cheating club. Okay, wider point that I wanted to talk about. He benefited from a wider cheating atmosphere, though, isn't he? Wider point that I wanted to talk about with Aguero. Our Man City being slept on at that this team. In this sort of three-year period, Neville and Carragher were talking because about Because of it. the caveat that, they, that the oil so, money. So, yeah. yeah. Guardiola. Yes, okay, yes, they are. Guardiola talks... Uh, are you going to defend Manchester City? Let's let's stick to on-pitch activities. You can't. Right? You have to. Why? Because in the, in the history of time... The off-pitch antics meant that they've won the league. You can't separate them. It's still a sport. Where, yeah, nine, the last eight trophies available, they've won dope. nine of them. Mm, yeah, get into my veins, I can run Here's my point. This is why I think people are being are sleeping on Man City a little bit. Because I understand this is the thing, you don't want to appreciate it. I will not appreciate it. Okay. You don't want so you don't want to. No. Yeah, so you get that's I'm right in what I'm saying with that. No, you're not. So because you don't want to, because a lot of people don't want to, they are actually sleeping on a team that has been. Don't say so, that I'm sleeping so on Manchester City when I'm trying don't you're want drifting to drifting off. You're drifting off, you need to wake up. <laughs> Well, but don't you think that's a shame that no. Guardiola and Sterling and all these great footballers, we agree they're great footballers, yep. Part that, of the problem. that yep. they're not allowed any credit for their achievements? It's a shame, but they shouldn't have taken massive contracts that the club couldn't pay. Oh, oh it's a shame. But I love being a part of this club, but I also want 350 grand a week, if that's all right. Otherwise, I'll fuck off to Real Madrid. Absolutely fine. Yeah. Come on, then, let's win some trophies. And let's, let's paint a picture this, on the football the pitch. Very, you're, you're a bastion of fairness on the pitch, right? You you did your sports sure. coaching badges. <laughs> yeah. Level C. Whatever it was. Level two. Level two. But no, no, no point in there going, if you've got a lot of money, you deserve to be recognised as the best team. But when you say so you've got Neville and Carragher there, right? You've got them talking about, I don't know if you saw this, they were talking about all the different teams through history. Because this is the the... the question that comes up every year about our Liverpool you know it's this Liverpool team the greatest but and Neville made a very fair point which I think will actually be the criteria moving forward is over a three year period 
they put together a sort of point system over different things and they worked it out from that. And the best team was a Liverpool side from the 70s. With this Man City team, if you look at the this sort of point structure that's in place, you, they would be like second or third in, in all of the teams of all time. Yet, I reckon, as time goes on, we will still continue to talk about probably the Liverpool sides or the Arsenal sides or the Man United sides. So... This Man City side, if you can, what, what if you can take away that the money aspect for a yeah, second? Yeah, they were good. Then yeah, they were good. Yeah, but it's a shame that they won't be able to get any of that nostalgia. At Is all. it a shame? How much have they had over the ten years? You want to give them more? How much have they had? Yeah, how much have they had to celebrate? How much enjoyment have they had? Lots. How many teams have been relegated because of their 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 ability? But do, so do you think though in 10 years time the broad strokes of it when people are talking about this stuff and they're not using a criteria of points do you think they'll look do you think anyone will talk about Man City they will t- of course they will they'll, once this shit is all passed they'll just talk about the Man City as a great Man City side with the asterisks next to it like, unfortunately you do you behave in ways that flout the law you're always getting an asterisk what I would say in, in just in terms of fairness is that Spurs Tottenham's suspending wasn't dissimilar to Manchester City's in 1961. We paid the most amount of money money for the players. Well, have you seen the thing in Germany? The hot thing? Have you read about that? No. So, basically, there's this situation that hopefully I'm getting this right. There's the the owner of Hoffenheim is like a billionaire, software billionaire, something like that. And he spent like so much money on Hoffenheim, brought them through the league, through five divisions... And there's the 50 plus one rule in Germany, which means that, yeah, he owns 49% and he's been able to bankroll a lot of money to get them through the leagues, get them in the Champions League, whatever. Sounds like RB as well, right? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. But they, the um, fans of other clubs hate them, hate, them, hate so, him. And Leipzig as well, they hate as well. Yeah, and, and so what they've been doing qu- quite regularly is putting banners up, um, calling so, him... Uh, Son of a whore, I think it is. Yeah, and uh, but the thing is, you're right, and and this is the thing with Bayern Munich because they're calling him a son of a yeah, bitch yeah, and they stopped the game. So they stopped the game because it got to a point. I think they have like a three strike rule that if you keep having a go at the same person and it's stuff like that, which is you know major point, which is which isn't great, and is you know is very is thought of as possibly being a little bit too much in terms of how you're trying to get a point across. But the whole problem there is really interesting because you've got. You've, you know, you have problems with, with racism. I think at Hoffenheim, maybe a similar thing happened with a, a defender um, who's being racially abused by the fans and he got booked for his reaction. Yeah. And then you've got something like this where they're, they're stopping the game and the, the owner's on the pitch at the end of it and they're all sort of rallying around him because they kind of see it almost as bullying of this owner. Yeah, um, I think what it is, what you're forgetting though, is it's not, they're not just annoyed, at, they're not angry at this owner because oh, look, it's a little team suddenly becoming part of the elite and it makes it more difficult. They have a very strong fabric about support, yeah, 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 yeah. support and control in that country. And part of the reason why it's so cheap to watch football in Germany is because of this 51, 50 plus one. So they are defensive of something that's very good. A German football over there is very good. Mm. So, you know, you can go and watch Bayern Munich for 200 euros a season and they've got Lewandowski up front. That is a system that works that people should follow. Yeah. And these new clubs are, are flouting that and, and, and to the damage of the sport that they love. So you can understand why they... Why, why they want to stop them. Yeah, I think I, what I thought was really interesting about it was like the nuance between the right to protest 
that the principles of what they believe in in terms of but they can do that without calling him a son of a whore <laughs> yeah oh yeah 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 like just be a bit more creative yeah but that, that's it like when does it I think the, the sort of the I guess there's a deterrent in terms of having these three strike rules and things like that but and I was like yeah you know you shouldn't be kind of bullying an owner but then at the same time how much stick does does Ed Woodward or whoever all these people get and and die, you have to kind of he's going to die you heard that song no the, the United fans um, well yeah that's it I mean that's too again that's too much but there's the balance between protesting fans having an opinion being able to have an opinion have some power and it going too far historically that's what they do though isn't it you see Alan Pardew Den Haag is it Den Haag or Ten yeah, Haag yeah 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 uh, the ultras went on the training pitch just saying you fuck off <laughs> I love that just cracked so, on though is he going to carry on with it what do you do after that? Did you not see the one with the? Uh, He's still there. He's still manager. I, I, I don't know. I haven't worked. I suppose. But uh, he's, he, there was this one in Italy as well where they they'd sacked an old manager who's doing well. Ultras went in there and they, you know the announcement. He's doing a press conference. His new manager wasn't a club. Say a few words. Ultras went in there, just picked him up in his seat and just chucked him out of the stadium <laughs> to give us the old <laughs> oh manager. God. Back. But that's what. That's what I mean. The like the the balance between all of these things, I think, is. When when we're in living in a world that's got so much opinion now, like how it's almost like I reckon twenty years ago, if those banners happened, Nothing. I don't think it would do it, anyone no. would do anything. No, no. Whereas now, and I feel like there's there's a lot. There seems like there's been a bigger uh, attempt to stop this because there's an owner involved. Well, and also you think like how dangerous it's tough. Is, how dangerous is this if the if you're if if fans fans can't protest against something they feel like it's going to damage the fabric of their game that they love and pay into and the resistance from it is from the system and the and the owners who can lobby the system with money are a part of that as well then it's actually silencing a protest which should be illegal um but as i always say once again is play the game the fans yeah so don't don't call him a son of a whore just say he's a cancer of football or he's you know say something as a bit more intelligent yeah, but yeah a little bit less sort of just insulting although you know maybe they will do that continue with the are we sleeping on so we've done Man City won 8 of the last 9 domestic trophies hip free cheers for Man City hip hip hooray hip hip it's just a joke Ryan Mulligan things you shouldn't sleep on your front with your arms tucked in what I do uh, Joe Fairhurst things not to sleep on barbed wire hot coals Tyson Fury's bed with his wife Kazekiel mm. players not to sleep on Gabriel Martinelli. I don't think anyone's doing that. Alfonso Davies. No, they're not doing no, that. No, probably had people talking about more now than yeah. ever, probably after last week. What you're saying is these are you should be like Wonder Kids, hot prospects. Yeah, Musa Gineppo, very hit and miss currently, but I can understand why you're making that call early because he could catch fire. Southampton. Yeah. Um, Charlie James, things you shouldn't sleep on. Joe Gomez, again. Uh, chocolate Weetabix, never tried it. Can we have sleep? Like like the last one was good because it's clear that there's a number of, clubbers, a number of players from different clubs. If Charlie James is a Liverpool fan, he needs to be banned. Like, it's... You know what I mean? What's the point? Or I might say Jaffet Tanganga. It doesn't mean anything. Like, people should sleep on him probably. He probably ain't good enough. Yeah. But I'll say it because he's a Spurs and he's young. Can he have an opinion? Not really. And be a football fan? Without yeah. being biased? I think the most important thing is not having an opinion on your own side. That's where your strength lies. Right, if it's to your detriment... Is that what you mean? Look, I, all, I've made a career out of having an opinion about Tottenham, mm. but if I'm in a conversation with other people, 
then my opinion about Tottenham isn't valuable unless you're asking me something. Well, what's what? How's Bergwijn being utilised? Then I can give you an, an answer. How do you rate Jaffet Tanganga? I'm never going to be able to give you an answer that's valuable to you because it's bollocks. I'm going to go. Oh, he's Why good. is bollocks though? Surely you can watch your football game. I think you serve, I think you do yourself a disservice. Sometimes. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about everybody. All oh, right. You can't talk about QPR. Why not? Paul Machen can't talk about Liverpool because you can't. <laughs> yeah, we talk, do. <laughs> yeah. He, no, of course we do because people want it. But I'm saying is you, you want if you want unbiased opinion we oh, can't see, give it we can't give it and an and opinion full of gender agenda is not opinion worth hearing yeah that, it, that, that's the fact a little bit if people want to hear it to be entertained that, that's one thing yeah. if you're trying to get some semblance of truth out of you don't ask me about fucking Japit Tanganga you won't get it you'll get a, my slanted opinion about it or you what? Because you're looking, you're, you're hoping that. No, I'm, I'm thinking, talking... I think that's a blanket rule you're making there. Yeah, and, and so I'll stick by it. That's fine. Yeah. I disagree. I think you can. I think you can do it. I think it's. Did uh, QPR win the weekend? We should have. Um, the ref screwed us. And what was the score? It was one all. It's not a loss. It was two all. Who did you play? <laughs> Birmingham. Birmingham City. Good side. Solid side. I'm beating his twelve. How's uh, How's um, Fingerbob doing? The old, uh, you know, like Furlong. How's he doing? It's all right. Furlong. Yeah. He's at West Brom. He's at West Brom. Eze. No, Eze was great. Um, can't finish really. Struggles right. to finish. It's like fifteen mil when yeah. he comes in the season. So much hypocrisy. He's just asking about players again. So uh, yeah, he's uh, he's wonderful. Wonderful to watch. Do you know he's really good? Oh. Bright, I say, Samuel. He's the other one we can have. He's, right? So yeah, you can have him. Yeah, he's uh, he's just well good. Are, you still, are we still talking about ten million mark or up? Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, do you know what? Because he's developed so much. We got him like a couple of years ago, and he was okay. And now he's smarter, and he has he totally knows that he's quicker and stronger than players like. He used to sort of get on the ball and he's just like knock it and go. Now yeah. he'll go and stand up against that like, fullback and go, just go on, hit my chest and I'll roll you. Is he is he is he is he a bit of a unit? Uh or he's just strength. He's got strength. He's he looks like what does he look like? He's like Mbappe f- uh, frame, I would say. Sort of like that sounds nice good. At least another ten million. Good shoulders, nice big arms so he can like roll people. And his feet are getting better and better. Um yeah, come and get him, but loan us back if you can. Thanks. No worries. Um, where are we? Oh, we've done all that. Um, take it as a condiment. James Hunter, Cauldron Lincolnshire Sausages. What that's said. what I was talking about. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what you're on about, James, every Sunday morning for us. What a bloody treat. Well, uh, it's a lovely treat. Can I just add to that? Yeah. Uh, Richmond's uh, vegetarian sausages. Like sausage. Just like sausages. Have I you had them? I don't like Richmond. I don't trust oh, really? that as a brand. No, because oh. the meat ones are so poor. Really? In my opinion. No good. Opinion. Yeah, oh, no, I don't know not what I take. I'm just assuming. It Ned fun. Longdon, John Fleck. Um, if he was a condiment, he'd be a Worcestershire sauce. Absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. Been consistently good throughout the years and keeping it subtle. Can't have Worcestershire sauce though. You can't fish in it. Yeah, no. more of a sauce that complements a whole though. dish rather than an extra like ketchup. You agree with that? Yeah. Lewis Morgan. Also, Diego Costa is Tabasco sauce. A little bit of his aggression and spice is perfect, but if you get too much, it'll ruin your game. Slash food. Mm. And uh, his last little bit I wanted to talk about was... Oh, actually, we'll finish off with... Um, actually, we'll have Wayne Rooney's weird little mate. She's got some descriptions of him. Um, Zach, Man United legend. A bit boring. Niall, uh, Nile eight T E R ninety six overrated but respected ninety six. So he's a Liverpool fan. Is he overrated? 
Uh, it's not. You can't, as a Liverpool fan, comment on this. That's a good. It's a good thought. He's record goal scorer for England and Manchester United. What more can he achieve? Champions League winner. That's not the que- That's not the question or the statement. The answer is: Is he overrated? No. Is he respected? Yes. It, I'm saying is, is it, where is this coming from? You're, I you're, think he's underrated. You're asking us to talk about something when it's full of agenda. That's all right. It's not Welcome right, to Jim. YouTube. Welcome to football. All right. You and 23. Uh, the most complete player of all time. <laughs> Let's skip that one. Is that you and you used to work with at Ball Street? I don't think. It sounds like something. <laughs> Thomas Roberts. Head like a Kiwi. Radio GJ, GJ, com. Uh, man kick ball good, not your best. Luke Scanlon, pop snot bubbles with crayons. Disgusting. <laughs> Suggest RK. Um, oh, like this, he liked my one. The best potato is to play football. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for some fools words, time lapse drawings. Wayne Rooney keeps the cows off my cucumbers. <laughs> Bree ten, ogres. They come in many layers. Oh. Chris Sayer, a slab of mashed double decker. <laughs> he has got one of those juicy heads. I had a mate of mine who used to like, he said that he had some mates who would have a tight head and sometimes if they were like that, can you see the juice in my head? The juice? Yeah, they go, juice. <laughs> we got that squidgy bit. You know people have like right. big fat bits at the back of their head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have that. Just get juice. Love a little squeeze on the Ugh. juice. And uh, Cormac Doherty, Mr. Pessoa head knocked off using a turnip. <laughs> um, have you ever heard of Athletico Mince's song about uh, Sean Dyche? No. It's gold. Is it? I reckon you should probably just sit and listen to it at the end of the pod. What, this pod? Yeah. Can do. I'll, uh, I'll get it up in a second. Um, finish off with uh, the Petty Pit. New bit. What's that? It's called the Petty Pit. Um, but it's been quite a negative podcast. I, uh, I feel like we've, just, we've, 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 we've laid down a couple of lines is all. <laughs> Alright, what we want from the contributors and what we don't want. I'm more confused than ever. Yeah. What so what do you want? I just I just don't I don't want agenda driven comments. I'm sick of them boring. But is it possible to but you also said that it's not possible to have non agenda driven If you're a Man United comments. fan, don't send us any opinions about Liverpool. Or me. You can send them to James, I'm just not I'm not addressing them. But previous literally ten minutes ago you said you can't have an opinion about your own club if you support that club. Yeah. Because there's a bias and an agenda to it. Exactly. Just forget the agenda. If you're confused, it's that's just be confused. I'm not willing to talk about it anymore. Fair enough. Uh, the Petty Pit top three annoyances uh, last week. It was um, G Bids, who's the uh, golfing dude. Okay. He, he was saying, "What are your three annoyances?" And we we oh, yeah. told told you about ours. Um, mm. that a few people told us theirs, and I thought it might be interesting. Connor S. Pet Peeve. When you're standing at the crossing and you've pressed the button, and the next person comes along and presses it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I pressed the button. I pressed it. That's the same with the lift, like isn't it? Coronavirus spreads as well. So pressing the fucking button. Wash your hands. The same Cal- with Sing lift. happy birthday twice while washing your hands. That's how long you have to do it, apparently. Really? Yeah. The, the new tip that I spotted there with it, with, which I never really thought about, was um, turn the tap off with a tissue. So it's much in it. Well, yeah, but I guess if you like... I'll just risk having it. We used to have it in a flat I used to live in. You had the toilet and the, the, the sink was in another room. So you like, you know, you do whatever you do. You're poo particles everywhere. Yeah, you do whatever you do. And then you go, open the door. And there's like, yeah. and the door went like that as well. So you can push it out. Do you ever have a courtesy flush? Depends what the damage is. <laughs> do poo, quick flush. Another done after. 
Do you ever do, try and do the one where you go, let's say you're at a house party? I've you... never had a poo at a house party. <laughs> Jesus shit. Jim. Now, sometimes you got to go. Sometimes no, you got to go. You hold it. But so if you I'm... do you have to go. <laughs> right. How many poos you had at house parties? You're like, the, you're, you'll be known as the geezer that poos at house parties. <laughs> there he is. House party kid. Just at someone else's house. Forget the house party thing. Poo kid. <laughs> There's the poo kid. You put other people's houses. Yeah, sometimes. I, I would find it an insult if you'd come around my house and you'd poo. Just, what the house stinks? You stunk the house. I don't house need up. a poo. Just hold it. Like any other normal person until you go. <laughs> like if you were ill, fair enough. Like fill your boots, open the window. <laughs> fill your boots, yeah. open the window. Um, yeah, but if you do have to do that, house, just think I need a bit of a poo, so I'm going to use your toilet. Do you want, here's, um, here's something middle. What box. are you doing? I'll show you. You're yeah. going to have a poo? No, no, no. I'll show you. Something that will allow you to have a, a poo, but this is incredibly middle class. What's that then? This is not an ad. Oh my god. Poo drops. What? Yeah. They're decent. Do you know what I know about this? Because there's another brand called Petty Poo. And we put, we created a fake advert on the Fighting Cock. Uh, <laughs> Fighting Cock. Sponsored by Petty Poo. <laughs> um, right. So who bought this? You or your missus? Uh, missus. Obviously. Um, yeah. It wasn't me. I'm not that much of a connoisseur with the poo. So if you're going around, and what does that cancel out? Anyway, if you've got this, then great. You can pop that over the top. It almost creates a lining with a lovely um, Sorry, so smell. how does this work? You basically put the drop... Before pooing? No, after poo. Ah! Uh, Surely before. When it creates the film <laughs> that holds the smell in. I never thought about it like that. Uh, it doesn't say. I think you do it after. Okay. Anyway. Oh, here we go. In instances where vigorous activity has occurred in the bathroom, <laughs> dilute several drops of this carefully crafted product in the toilet bowl after flushing right for the benefit of all subsequent just, visitors that's, at home it's fine if you if you feel like you need this then just don't go to other people's houses stay at home isolate yourself if you haven't got poo drops just finish off that little bit of advice um, it, you need to get yourself ready there's poo particles all over that yeah maybe um, <laughs> get um, get ready for your, for your poo have your poo your, your and poo and flush gonna poo and flush Poo and flush. Your, your missus actually hate with <laughs> she, well, it. She's watching it and stuff. Anyway, but that was a good one when someone pressed the thing. Same with the lift. Mm. You press the lift and you're waiting there and then someone goes, someone turns up and then they go. Yeah. It's annoying. And Mapige, top three petty annoyances. Drunk people singing on trains. Yeah, cremation. Uh, even more annoying when it's the same three songs on loop for an hour. Da, da, da. That's it. Is that the end of the pod? That's your lot. Oh, good. I think that is probably the end of the pod. Is there anything else you'd like to talk BDA? about? Not really. No BDA this week. There was another person going, there was like a fan dilemma. If you have a fan dilemma, then uh, let us know in the comments below. The But the, this one was like, it was pretty similar to the one before. And so I, did, um, I couldn't be bothered. Remember to join us, Patreon. Uh, become a Patreon member. It's, what is it? How you find it? Uh, links in the description. Links, links in the description. And um, become a Patreon. If, you, if you're, if you're, if you're, Membership has lapsed. Maybe you change your bank card. Maybe you don't have any money, right? Get some money or, you know, get a new bank card. Join us. Become a part of the show. Spend some time with us next Sunday. Sunday, Sunday the 8th of March, 7pm. Working Sundays. Um, See? Here's a review from the last one. Someone couldn't believe that there wasn't a single melt who came onto the Discord. Not so if you are a melt... Join us. Or oh. just join us, but just, maybe just listen. <laughs> yeah, make sure you write. <laughs> yeah, all, all, the, all of the uh, all the information about how to join us on this Discord server next Sunday, it will be available there. 
and you know, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs>